West of Twin Peaks Radio back again. On today's episode, a new Bay Area trio of empowered female artists, the return of Toro Imoa, and the sounds of spring 2022. Where else but... West of Twin Peaks Radio, with MJ Call, on the Lost Church, free radio, San Francisco. As a young girl, Louis Vuitton. Hello, hello, hello. MJ here from San Francisco. Things are popping here in the Bay Area, and venues are coming back to life. Again, fingers crossed. Good thing because local artists have been busy creating, and for the next two hours, I've got an eclectic mix of new music from the Bay and beyond, including from my guest artist today, a fantastic new trio from the East Bay called Artemisia. Artemisia off their upcoming debut EP. Celine, Elisa, and Ariel join me to share their story and their music coming up in my second hour. But first, a full hour of fresh new tunes, starting off with a female-focused set of artists speaking their truth through song, beginning with Irish-American singer-songwriter Aoife O'Donovan off her enthralling new LP, Age of Apathy. This is the record's opening track, Sister Starling. Sister Starlin's on the move, she's going down Watch the iridescence fading from the crown She looks up, but she hits the ground Broken wing, feathers all Can't catch you. 
You just heard three wonderful songs from female artists who are defying genre categories and really flexing their songwriting and lyrical skills. You just heard Nashville's Erin Ray collaborating with Kevin Morby on the song Can't See Stars from her new LP, Lighten Up, which has some real Laurel Canyon vibes to it. She's touring now, opening for Watch House, formerly known as Mandolin Orange, but no West Coast dates are on the list. Before that, you heard Symbol Cure from my last West of Twin Peaks radio guest artist, Michaela McVeigh, off her debut LP, Time Turns Everything. She has some local gigs coming up in February and March, so keep an eye out for her. And I started off that sonic triptych with Aoife O'Donovan and Sister Starling off her LP, Age of Apathy. She's also starting to tour, but like many artists, only booking a few months in advance as we tentatively assess what live music is really going to look like in the spring and summer. This is MJ, and you're tuned in to West of Twin Peaks Radio right here on Lost Church Free Radio. Thanks so much for listening today. Speaking of triptychs, my guest artist this week is the newly formed East Bay trio Artemisia, three female artists who have come together as a trio to release an EP of genre-defined songs filled with mesmerizing harmonies that will seep into your soul. That's coming up in my second hour, so don't go anywhere. Meantime, let's keep things rolling with music from eight-piece Southern band and Bay Area favorite St. Paul and the Broken Bones and the title track off their new LP, This is Alien Coast.
of Dirty Projectors, Heim, and Kay Tempest all rolled into one. That's UK band Modern Nature and the song Performance off their new LP, Island of Noise, inspired by a line from Shakespeare's The Tempest, Be not afraid, the isle is full of noises. Great LP, give the whole thing a close listen. Before that, you heard one of two singles released this year by the group The Smile. The song was called The Smoke. The band is made up of Radiohead members Tom York and Johnny Greenwood and Sons of Kemet drummer Tom Skinner, who first revealed themselves at Glastonbury last May. I'm thinking more touring in an EP or LP maybe just around the corner. And the set started off with St. Paul and the Broken Bones and the title track off their new LP, Alien Coast. This is MJ here on West of Twin Peaks Radio. Remember coming up at the top of the hour, guest artist Artemisia joined me for a chat and deep dive into their EP. But until then, I've got tons of fresh tunes, including the song you hear behind me, a very chill new single from UK dance producer Uni Pinku called Affection, off an upcoming EP release due in April. Keep it locked right here on Lost Church Free Radio. Music now from one of the busiest men in the Bay Area music business, Jim Greer and his project Cardboard People. Jim not only makes music in several projects, but he produces and more importantly champions emerging and established Bay Area artists and bands, and I'm astonished at the ground this man covers. This is a new single from Cardboard People featuring the LA-based Manor of Animals. This is called What If. Thank you. 
See 
Still grow ever 
dancing vibes in there, didn't I? That's Nia Archives, an emerging British neo-soul jungle club artist with the song Love Like. We're expecting a full-length project from her in early March. Before that, one of two new singles just released by Bay Area producer and artist Toro Imwa. I played Magazine featuring Salami Rose Joe Lewis, another Bay Area producer, musician, and astrophysicist. Not kidding there. Toro is touring with Krungbin and scheduled to be at the Greek in Berkeley in July. You also heard emerging San Francisco group Bad Tiger and their new single, Clear Vision. They'll be an upcoming guest here on West of Twin Peaks Radio as they prepare to release their debut EP. And I started the set off with What If from the Jim Greer Project called Cardboard People. Artemisia, a new power trio of female artists from the East Bay, will be joining me in my second hour with a great chat and deep sonic dive into their debut EP, but I've got plenty more new music to share first, including this piece by the five-piece hybrid jazz group from Belgium called Black Flower. It's featuring singer-songwriter Miskirim Mies, and it's called Morning in the Jungle.
from a bed of moss and leaves, cradled by giant vines, blanket of soft, wild, unknown weeds. Could it ever be explained, now staring up through branches, to an invented, infinite blue? A blue that had never been seen before, constructed in a fever dream by reluctant gods. Invisible river, streams release, harmony, celestial machine, neutrons, atoms, cells, flesh, gears, electricity, and peace. Radio on Lost Church Free Radio.
is MJ, and you're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio, one of the few places you'll hear an eight-minute song in its entirety by the jammy New Jersey band Garcia Peoples. The song was called Here We Are off their new album, Dodging Dues. Again, one of those records you need to listen to front to back in its entirety. Fantastic. Guest artist Artemisia coming up next right after one more song. This is a reimagined version of the Steve Gunn track Protection with Steve Gunn and the project out of Niger known as Mudu Mokdor. listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio. 
a wondrous 24-7 internet radio station brought to you by the artists, musicians, and music industry pros who operate the Lost Church in Santa Rosa, an intimate music venue dedicated to providing performance spaces to local artists and musicians, soon to be opening a second venue in San Francisco's North Beach neighborhood. Check their online calendar for upcoming events featuring local artists. Welcome to the second hour of West of Twin Peaks Radio. I'm MJ, and today my guests are three women, each a musician and artist in their own right, who are now making beautiful music together under the project name Artemisia. You'll get to meet Selena Ross, Elisa Rose, and Ariel Wang in just a moment to hear their story. But first, here's the debut single from the group, Holy Names.
Well, hello. hello, everybody. Thanks for making the time this evening to, to sit and chat. I really appreciate it. Our pleasure. Thank you for having us. What I'd love for you to do is one at a time, introduce yourselves. My name is Elisa. Um, in the band, I sing harmonies and sometimes melodies with Celine. So I'm one of the singers and I also play um, a, a large pedal harp, which uh, you can see in our band um, icon, our, our logo. So pretty iconic. So that is what I do. Um, I am Ariel and I mostly play violin, although at our most recent show, I did play also one of my own songs and sing and play guitar, but that's not my usual shtick. Usually I'm just sawing away in the corner. <laughs> Celine? Yes, and saw away, she certainly does. Um, Ariel's like our, our secret weapon, a newest addition to Artemisia. My name is Celine. Um, I sing mainly in Artemisia, but I also play a bunch of instruments that annoy the heck out of live sound engineers because I bring like four instruments and play one song on each. Um, among those are a ukulele, an auto harp, a um, dulcimer type instrument, and um, occasionally a 12 string guitar or a nylon string guitar. And I sing harmonies with Elisa. How long have you all known each other? We, I don't, I can't exactly say. Elisa and I definitely met when I moved into the house that she was living in in the Berkeley Hills, which is a house of like five other uh, women. And that must have been in like 2018 or so. And Ariel, I think we met not so long after. Um, and we didn't start playing together until a couple months ago, though, the three of us. Yeah. I'd say Celine and I started off, you know, just I, I was supporting her on her songs with harmonies and then soon with harp. And then uh, Ariel is the most recent addition to the team. And so now we're this amazing trifecta about to release a triptych. I think it started pretty organically because I had a project, a very slight um, project, a number of years before that um, and I basically only ever played in living rooms and I would play original songs and my friend Krista, Krista Michaela, who's an amazing musician based in LA now, um, would sing with me sometimes and we called ourselves Artemisia. But like I said, we only played in living rooms exclusively and then Krista moved away and I moved into the house with Elisa and we had this house that a bunch of the other women were musicians and there were just all these instruments in the living room at all times. So it was very conducive to just hammering out harmonies and singing together casually. But Elisa and I still didn't take so much of like a proactive approach to booking shows and recording. And it wasn't until kind of like, I was gonna say mid pandemic, but I that would, that would connote an, an ending at some point. So it wasn't until <laughs> like, um, February of 2021, so about exactly a year ago, that we ever got the chance to like actually record. We were going to record some some tracks, um, I think in like March 2020, but that didn't happen for obvious reasons. And we wait, what reasons? Yeah, right. Okay. So there's this like <laughs> pandemic thing. <laughs> yeah. And um, yeah, we just really wanted to 
we missed singing together. It was so hard to like get together and make music as, as you all know. And we actually ended up renting a house with some friends in Joshua Tree and our dear friend, Tony Ferraro of Astronauts, etc. and Toro y Moi uh, came out and brought kind of like a portable little recording recording kit with him. And we just recorded it in like kind of the living room. But it was such a culmination. I feel like it, it really like solidified the songs that we want to sing and working on them and recording is like a whole other instrument. And it, after we recorded those tracks, we were thinking these would sound really great with violin. Good thing we know the best violinist in the Bay Area, Ariel Wang. And um, having her sing on those tracks is like what brought Ariel into the fold because we heard them and we thought, wow, this would sound great live. Stars do Why?
I feel as if the the scenario and the circumstance of our recording of our EP down in Joshua Tree when we were all quarantined together in this house in the desert, like that was just so magical and such a nest for creativity. And like Celine said, it really solidified a lot of the songs. We hadn't really fully arranged them or thought about how we wanted them to sound. And it was just very in the moment. And, you know, we're like, uh, t- you know, our friend Tony like hopped on guitar and, and my partner hopped on bass and like, and then we're like, oh, let's add violin. Let's ask Ariel. And, you know, that's how all these things unfolded um, just so magically and organically. And it really was because we were together quarantining in that magical Joshua tree house. Um, so that was because of the pandemic. We probably probably would have just stuck around the Bay Area for our in-person jobs had we not been able to work remotely down in Joshua Tree. So so in the bigger picture, because you had the time and you were around these other people, it really inspired this project um, and, and the resulting music. 100%. And, and it also there's some really magical uh, sound samples. If you listen to Cactus Song, the sound of the desert wind, as well as some crackling yucca seeds, a desert plant are in there. And so really like the essence and the sounds of the desert are are instilled in each track. Who did the heavy lifting or was it an organic group project on the writing and and whatnot? I mean, those are all Celine's songs. Like I, you know, I think without Celine kind of writing these songs and spearheading this project, um, I don't know if actually, you know, Artemisia would be anywhere where it is right now. I mean, it is, you know, it's predominantly, I think, her songs and it's it's really her, um, her presence, like in her element in the in this EP or this triptych that, you know, that we're record or we're releasing. It's already recorded. listening to and who do you believe are influences for Artemisia? That's a wonderful question. Celine and I, um, we, we both really love the band Mountain Man. It's like three-part Appalachian harmony. And uh, we kind of have these angelic choral-like voices um, with like a hint of folk. And there's like some mystical uh, maiden-like quality to the way that we uh, sing. Um, and so, you know, a lot of other female artists are, are big inspirations for us. And a recent one would be Diane Cluck. Uh, we took a wonderful harmony class from her. Um, yeah. Oh, Adrian Lanker is another wonderful. Yeah, just like female singer songwriters. Um, Celine, is there anything you would you would want to add to that? Yeah, I feel like um, what. I feel so drawn to like 
vocals and harmonies. And maybe it's because just like Elisa, I grew up doing so much choir that that's just like where my ear goes. But um, anything that like has a beautiful vocal arrangement um, in that workshop, we were talking about the Beach Boys too. Like I love listening to the Beach Boys and like their layered harmony. And I think that's like what stands out to me. I would always say I'm like a singer before an instrumentalist. Um, and so I am always like seeking inspiration from different harmonies. It's funny you guys brought up Mountain Man because like among a lot of the, the music people that I'm around, um, like, you know, the, a lot of the types of music that those people like are, are not this folksy, kind of more folksy, like acoustic music. But that's actually where I feel like my voice really sits, like in terms of my own songwriting and just the kind of music I really enjoy um, being creative with. The water's full, the water's full, the water's full of naked bodies. You know, you can't force relationships. They have to just happen. And I think you can hear that in your music. It doesn't sound sound forced or planned. I'm, I'm not speaking very well, but it doesn't sound forced or planned. It sounds so natural. And it sounds like you three have been like together forever. And you're just like a trio of people with positive vibes. And yeah, I mean, I feel like the vibes are... Positive is a tricky one because there's so much more involved in a, a feeling. Um, so the last song on the triptych, Tuesday, is the only one of those three that was like written during the pandemic. And it is about the general ennui and sense of hopelessness or just that almost feels too dire. I think what made the pandemic feel don't mean to speak in the past tense, but what made that period feel so depressing is like this endless um, lethargy. And so that song is, is about like feeling that lethargy with a long-term partner and you're together all the time. You're like smushed into a little room or a little house and you know you really love the other person, but like you both are just in a funk. And so getting along with each other takes effort that you don't have. It's another normal to stay. It's just us and the rest of the world. And I will try to muster something, but you gotta give it to me in return. And the night. Got 
I think this band could, I mean, it could go anywhere, you know, like I think so many things in the, in modern times, um, like you can't really predict what's going to happen with any group. Like, you know, of course you're like, music has to be good. There's no question about this group. Like the music is great, you know, and the, the songwriting and the playing is very, very strong. This is definitely like, it's very special to me. And I, and I think, yeah, just I've all, I've also just wanted to connect with other women and I've just again because of the nature of the work i'm around a lot of um like a lot of men a lot of male energy and a lot of like patriarchally dominated fields and spaces so to be able to have this sort of like pretty much weekly like you know really intimate time with two other women um is just something i hold very dear because it's fairly rare i would say in my day-to-day -day life that's a great way to put it do you find yourself being inspired differently when working with like two other two other women who are basically like-minded i 
Yes, and, and, and I would say that the thing that I noticed the most um, about at least myself um, is that I'm a lot more willing, I think, to take risks and to and to actually be a little bit more like, I don't even know if assertive is the right word, like to like, I just feel comfortable, like being creative and speaking my mind, like even in my own band, um, I think just a part of growing up in a patriarchy and being a, in male dominated spaces um you know my band is they're predominantly men um and they're all very very lovely people um but i think just you know there is something about growing up in a patriarchal society where even if men are safer there's like a, an ingrained kind of habit i would call it of just not speaking so i think there's just something being about being around women that like there's an experience we share that no man will ever understand you know so just by having like just cutting down the amount of explaining i have to do about my own existence um is like itself a huge relief <laughs> yeah i think i think another amazing thing about being with the two of these amazing people is we can promote each other and like hype each other up a lot and reaffirm each other. And I think when you're by yourself, that voice of self-doubt for me definitely is very present and there's nobody really there to like quiet it. I can try, but um, sometimes it's louder than my own voice. And then when there's two of you, um, you know, you can kind of go head to head about that self-doubt. But when there's three and there's two against that voice of self-doubt, it is glorious. Ariel and Celine are so supportive and they're like these amazing mirrors and witnesses to, you know, when I uh, present a song, they're like, this is great. I'm like, it is, you know, my own voice is self-doubt. And then we like make it into a song. I'm like, oh, it is great. And I feel empowered because of them. And so, and that, that leads to more inspiration and more songs. And so songs just keep flowing on my end. And I'm so excited that we arranged harmonies to one of Ariel's songs, Listen, and hopefully more songs as well. Um, some of the ones you're writing for the songwriting class, I'm just really loving. And so I, my, my vision, uh, I know we haven't really talked about this, is to make it more of a collaborative thing with like three different songwriters. And um, yeah, I just think like we're all so talented at it, talented at it. why not uh, showcase the three of our individual works? Totally. And like, <laughs> Elisa, Elisa's writing some bangers. Like, we, they on the harp, oh my God, they'll blow your mind. Like, Ariel has a whole, a whole, um, you know, scripture of all these songs that she's written. And so many more where that came from, I know. I really appreciate you taking the time to chat and, and uh, it was fabulous meeting you and I wish you all the best. It's so lovely to meet you. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. And keep me keep, keep, great. keep me in the loop on on uh, oh, yeah. next stuff. Well, it's so perfect that the show your show will come out on the 18th because that's when Tuesday's out. So it'll be mm -hmm. the perfect release day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. great. Yay. Yay. Thank you so much, Sleep. 
huge thanks once again to Selena, Elisa, and Ariel for taking the time out to share their stories and music. I'm so excited for their April 8th Starline show and the official release of the EP. You can follow Artemisia on Instagram at artemisia.sound, on Bandcamp at artemisiasound at bandcamp.com, or on their website at artemisiasound.com. I know I keep using the term genre-defined, but lots of music coming out of the Bay Area is just that. And this next local singer-songwriter is the perfect example. You'll find her where Broadway meets indie. This is Caitlin Cobb-Violet with the first single off her upcoming debut album. It's called Ask Me. Everything is complicated except maybe your shoulders when I hold them with my hands It's like the first time that I'm touching you I know that you will always ask me I know that you will always ask me We can use our of Caitlin Cobb Violet with Ask Me. Her debut album, Endless Void, comes out May 6th via War Chant Records and is produced by the gentleman I was talking about earlier as the busiest man in the Bay Area music scene and a champion of emerging artists, Jim Greer. 
You're listening to the hyper-local segment of West of Twin Peaks Radio. This is MJ, continuing on with new music from the young emerging band Flamango Bay, working out of both Berkeley and L.A. these days. This is their single, Embracing Their New Location. It's called simply L.A.
This is good for the soul. This is good for your skin. This is good for your scalp. This so good to the feet. This is good like apple. Good like alkaline water. Good like hell in the bowl. Good like greens with the colors. Good like calling your mama. Missing that call, make a call back. Good like flipping the toss day. Double it up, make a in the Bay Area, that was R&B hip-hop artist and local activist Jada Imani with the aptly titled Good for the Soul. My friend who has huge musical talent, a massive philanthropic streak, and an even bigger heart, Ellie Stokes, has new music out under her project name Grublin. She's working on her debut LP, and this is the second single off that project. It's called Neuroplasticity. Know all about your problems. I know all about your ways. You can see me in the mirror. I can put you in a cage. Bum, ba dum, ba dum, ba dum, bum. I 
Again, that's Grublin and the song Neuroplasticity. Look for her LP and guest artist segment with her coming up in April. You're listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio's Hyper Local segment, now bringing you a new track from the indie pop project Paper Cuts, involving several West Coast musicians, but based in San Francisco and headed up by songwriter-producer Jason Quiver. This is a single off the upcoming album, also due in April. The song is called A Dull Boy.
Reckless Strangers are back. The band formerly known as the Well-Known Strangers have released their debut single, Sun State, written by vocalist Amber Morris and featuring the legendary Charlie Musselwhite on harmonica. With a debut LP on the way and local shows supporting the release, the Reckless Strangers won't be strangers for very long. Here's the song, Sun State.
Music from Goodnight Texas, the project named after the equidistant point between the two singer-songwriters, Avi Vinokur of San Francisco and his musical partner, Patrick Dyer-Wolf of Chapel Hill, North Carolina. The song was called Hypothermic off the duo's new LP, How Long Will It Take Them to Die? Underneath me, you're hearing a new instrumental piece by one of my favorite former guest artists and blues singer-songwriter, Socorro, who has since moved from San Jose to the Austin area, but I'm still putting her in my hyper-local segment just because. That about does it for me today. Thanks again to my guest artists for today, Celine, Elisa, and Ariel of Artemisia. Best of luck with the release and upcoming shows for the new EP. Tune in in two weeks when my guest artist will be Tim Eschleman, who gathered up a number of his touring musician friends during lockdown to form a new Bay Area band called Back Porchestra. Their debut LP is out now, and we'll chat and dive deep into the project. Until then, everyone, stay safe, stay positive, and support local musicians by buying their music, merch, and attending their shows. I leave you with Back Porchestra doing Going Down the Road and Feeling Bad. See you in two weeks. Peace.
Listening to West of Twin Peaks Radio on Lost Church Free Radio.